Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I am doing some skipping, some high leg skipping to go with the theme tune there. There we go. I think I'm doing a strange chickeny thing movement with my arms. You're your arms, you're flapping your arms. Little bit. There's a huskiness in your tones today, Judith. I'm checking on your health, I'm checking on your health because I'm not sure you're 100%. I'm certainly not, I'm better than that. I've got the cold, I've got the bleeding cold that's been going round. The non-Covid cold. I know, but the trouble is everybody assumes you've got Covid. I mean, the coughing fits, the coughing that I've been doing. You can't go out in public. Well, I mean, I have been out in public, obviously, but you you feel that you've constantly got to say, it's not it, it's okay, I've had a PCR, it's not it. Did you have a PCR then, so you were that concerned? Yeah, oh, I got pinged. I got, we got oh, pinged. Okay, oh, okay. Now, pinged. where do you think you got pinged from? Do you know? Uh, got to be two places. Either the plane. Well, it got to be two places because obviously that's where they knew I was. Yeah. Either on the plane or, well, most likely the elbow mosh pit, I would say. Would you not? Yeah, I would say. Did you have to actually swipe your phone before you went in the mosh pit? Was there an actual sort of, you know, penned off area where you had a swiping thing? No. So, no I like to think that there was. But so you no. went in the mosh pit and you Yes, moshed. I did, which was not terribly sensible, really, was it? No, I mean, the, so the point is that obviously you had to prove that you'd had, you know, a PCR test and all that before you went in. No, not um, PCR, lateral flow. Surely, oh, lateral flow, sorry. Yeah, lateral flow, yeah. that's right. Um, but as I, as I said, there was, there, there was a lot of very, very sort of wafty sort of movements to the people checking. And let's face it, we were all crammed in pretty much and singing out loud. So it was rather high risk. And um, so, yes, it's the first time I have been pinged. Have you, have you, have you been no, pinged? No, no, no. Uh, to be quite honest, um, I got, this is a terrible admission, but I, I mean, it's not oh, illegal. We like terrible admissions, But Jenny. I didn't, I, I, I stopped using the app because I just thought, oh, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I, I can't, I, I will, I test myself every other day. And yes, you're very, very good very, about that. I yeah, know I've got yeah. I've got packets of tests all around the place. And yeah, I just, yeah. You know, and I just thought I cannot. Uh, this was early on, you know, when and I don't go anywhere and all that sort of thing. I've been so cautious, but then I felt dreadful yesterday as well, Judith. I mean, I just woke up. And I felt like I'd been run over. Is it one of those calls as well, where you just feel like you've been not particularly? In the night? It's just these terrible coughing fits, particularly at night. You forget really how miserable that so is. So, how but anxious were you when you did you think, all right, this is COVID? Oh, fuck, oh, I've absolutely. got COVID. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, well, yes, I know what yours. Like, yeah, Mike of got it, it as well. And since oh, well, he started it. <laughs> Two of us have got it. But listen, okay. he, so so he rang the doctor and got seen. I mean, my God. Well, he's had recent open time. heart surgery. Well, well, that's did. true. He that is, is a special very, very case. True. Let's face it. You no, know, there's one was a special case. No, no. There's somebody cracked that man's chest open, put his heart <laughs> on a shelf for a bit, did some mechanics, <laughs> and put it back in. You know. Give him a bit of a break. He's, yeah, he's high true. priority. So he went yeah, into the doctor's yeah. Yeah. And he's got and he got antibiotics and he got antibiotics. So did you get any so, antibiotics? Yes, I did. It's the first time I've had antibiotics for, for years. 
It felt like such a triumph. It's pathetic, isn't it? Because I could see the way the conversation was going. And I was. And so did you just push it? it? Did terrible. you edge it over oh, the line? Oh, I pushed line? it. Well, yeah. they, yes, I did. And do you find yourself doing this? As, oh, as, yeah, uh, yeah. As, uh, when yeah, you, you can see the doctor kind of wavering, thinking, does she really yes, need antibiotics? Yes, exactly. exactly. And so exactly. you just do a, a few more pathetic coughs. Just to <laughs> shut... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've still got, <coughs> I have got a slight cough. Yes, so you're on the antibiotics, yes, a week's yes, worth of antibiotics. Yes. And have you turned a corner, Judith? I think I have turned a corner, but it has been pretty slow. But you don't feel better when you've got the antibiotics. I mean, whether they are working or not, you feel like, you know, you've, you're kind of, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a good feeling, isn't it, really? Yeah, you feel like yeah, you're yeah. Doing you've got something. drugs, you've got drugs. I've got That's, drugs, I've got yeah, drugs. Absolutely. Got, yeah, but is I was, it pill form? Is it a pill form or a medicine? Yeah, but they're pretty, yes, it's pill form, but they're pretty okay. big, I think. Amoxicillin, yes, I know. is it amoxicillin? Oh, I don't know. I think it might be, actually. Get you with your knowledge. Uh, but do you know I what I thought? Able, I should be able to dispense, to be quite honest, Judith. <laughs> you should. should be able to do, I should be able to go behind a <laughs> counter in a, in a chemist and I should be able to do a bit of dispensing. Well, um, I think we'd do rather well if we, if we, if we oh set up. God. I mean, amongst the gang, do you know what I mean? I think oh, we'd actually... We'd see everybody and everything. We would, we would. And we'd, we'd give be... them the time of the day. Yes, exactly. We'd be yeah, the we'd... best... Um, what's they called? Pharmacist. We triage. We could do a triage thing, the two of us, couldn't we? I think, do, you know um, I mean? do you know what? I'm not sure we should be on triage because <laughs> that means that's quite kind of dramatic. I Serious. think we should stick to warts and <laughs> skin complaints <laughs> and upper respiratory tract infections. Yeah, I'd like that. Do you know, I'd really, foot. really like that, George. You can deal I with really feet. Would. I don't think I can deal with feet. I think that some people have got very, very ugly feet. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. No, uh, we okay, have to so rule out the feet. But, we yeah, might we have to have a sign-up in our pharmacy just saying no feet. <laughs> <laughs> or we had to employ a foot fetishist who can do, deal down that end. OK, what about fannies, though? I don't know whether I could really deal with gyny stuff Well, you're either. ticking them off now, aren't you? I mean, yeah, come no. on. It's going to be a pretty small, <laughs> small area. But no, I, I was quite fancy I had my... Oh, God, I had my health skirt. So at the beginning of the week... Well, it started oh, yes. last week... Oh, God in heaven, Judith. I tell you, honestly, gigging and dealing with being a woman in, in her 60s, it's not it's not an easy mix. And a fucking no. fuel crisis on, on top of it. God, yes. Have you been? Yeah. It's the worst thing ever that can possibly happen because you're just on motorways with one eye on the fuel gauge thinking, well, you know, we've still Shit. got 100 miles to go and it's, oh, God, and look, there's another forecourt closed. Oh, Jesus, God. So, well, well, hold on a minute. So have you been literally doing that, coming off to, to refuel and finding that there's no petrol? Well, I'm leaving it to the um, tour manager because, right, yes. yeah, you know, it's kind of his job. But, I mean, I'm trying to help things out by, um, you know, when I can, I get public transport. So uh, when I had my big gig at the Bloomsbury the other day, yeah, it was a waste of uh, my tour manager's time and fuel to come and get me. So I went on the bus. I, gosh, I, I got gosh. the bus to the Oval and then took the Oval up to Warren Street and then had a little walk around to the Bloomsbury. <laughs> You know, it was it was fine. It was. I okay. hope you didn't do that on the way home when you were tired and emotional. No, because I had I had Phoebe and Vanessa had friends with me, and we t came out and it was absolutely sheeting it down. I cannot tell you, it was the most impractical night for a press night, and um, 
And we saw a taxi, so we just jumped in the taxi. And, that was, and I was nice. so pleased to be in the taxi. I was so thrilled. And I'd never get black cabs anymore because they're so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, God, he's using his petrol. It felt like a war scenario. <laughs> he's using his petrol to take us home. I gave him a whacking great tip. Did I really, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I gave him a 25% tip. Fuck it. You know, I was so glad to get home. Oh, my God. That is uh, a big I know. Tip. I know. It's not like me, Judith. So last Thursday, I felt my lip tingle. I thought, oh, here comes the old skin cancer again. So, uh, and it just, this sort of little pea-sized thing grew. And I just thought, oh, really? Jesus. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, oh, it's, it's the skin cancer's got out of control again. And I was sort of trying to, you know, ignore it. Well, I was in Scotland. It was difficult. You know, I couldn't do anything about it oh, until God. I got back. So I got back on Sunday night and I found some of my old skin cancer preventative uh, ointment and I put that on and I just had this massive reaction to it. So it just burned. It just, my top lip just went like a volcano. It went like a La, La Palma um, eruption. And so I managed to get a, an appointment with a private dermatologist, my dermatologist in um, Wimple mm. Street or Wigmore, one of those, you know, in town. And because I cried on the phone. One of the W's. Yeah, I cried it's on the phone. It's yeah, of course I did. Well, you used and that card, did you? Right. Yeah, yeah okay. I did. I got in. Uh, and, <laughs> but they said, listen, we've got one slot. It's 12.15. I was talking to them at 11.30. Jeff had to use his Oh, my picture. God. Yes. We made it, Judith, in 45 minutes from south-east London Bloody to uh, the West well End. Done. I know, I know. Uh, and I sort of like, you know, it's 20 miles an hour zone all the now. Every, and it just felt like we were crawling. And I, you know, had it on my phone app and I could see what time I was going to get there. Oh, and, God, and, how oh, tense. You're making me I, tense just hearing So it. tense. Anyway, I got there absolutely bang on 12.15. And uh, he said, well, I can't, this, this is not skin cancer. It's not how it behaves. But you have created real mess here. Um, and I can't do anything or see anything, un you know, until this clears, this inflammation. So here's some cream, go away. And I don't want to hear from you for at least a week or two. And then if there's still <laughs> anything else, you know, email me. He said, for heaven's sake, just email me. Don't do anything well, yeah. so stupid again. Yeah, so that's... Yeah. That's the message today. Don't so take you it. put you self-diagnosed. Yes, and you put the, yeah, yes, I see what yes, you mean. I put, put the wrong treatment on. on. Yes, and and I Ooh. suffered the consequences. And the mm. ridiculous thing was, um, I had the Bloomsbury Theatre show the next day, and they were they, the management had had employed a photographer to come down, and I just thought, oh Jesus God. <laughs> This is just so fucking difficult. You know, I just look like I've got this. It looks like about six cold sores oh. all mounted together and and, oh God. and blown up as one. I've seen some of the photos anyway, Judith, and they're not flattering. I mean, you know, I, I just I've got to have I would have something done about my neck if it, Linda Evangelista hadn't been in the news recently <laughs> about her. You know, she had the frozen surgery done to yeah. get rid of her neck goiter and it backfired and she's, she it? feels disfigured, yes. There's loads of stuff about Linda Evangelista's... Uh, do you remember her? She was one of the supermodels from the 90s. Yes, I think her? she's just she's just kind of surfaced and told and and and, and told this tale. Yes, yes, yes yeah, because she yeah. she was a recluse for a while. She was so upset about it. So I thought, Gosh. well, don't muck about, don't Gosh. muck about. So there we go. Um, anyway, the other thing that happened last week um, when I was gigging in Sheffield, Judith, um, yeah. uh, I I was sharing a venue with Nick Cave, pop star. Well, it's not not as a pop star, a musician, the musician, the sort of cult musician. And I could hear him through the wall of my dressing room. It was singularly very exciting. 
Mm, now listen, I don't know who Nick Cave is. Oh that God in heaven! Oh God in heaven! Oh God in heaven! Don't go like that on me, just because you do. Um, so what's his? What? You, no, I don't know who he is. Oh, well, you have to Google him. I'm going to, yes, of course he is. Yes, he is. Uh, but then he's had a sort of family tragedy. It's all kind of kind of quite difficult. He did a song with Kylie. I'm going to introduce you softly to uh, Nick Cave and Lightning Seeds. But look up a, a duet he did with Kylie called The Wild Rose. Oh. And that you'll enjoy this. Not your support act, is he? No. Hey, no, no, he no. wasn't my... Can you imagine? But I did a terrible thing. Um... I, and I've written about this for uh, Waitrose magazine, so I shouldn't really sort of bang on about it. But um, uh, it, there was the, the security to get in the venue was very, very strict, right? And there was a, a corridor that I wasn't allowed to go down because it was Nick Cave's corridor. Huh. And it had, yeah, I, huh. <laughs> it had all catering uh, trolleys and humidifiers and sort of lots and lots of busy people. Gosh, going did around. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's quite, it must be quite a big name then. Oh yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I was—I had to go up another staircase, and I had this room to the side, and that was absolutely fine. Um, Except I had um, no—I got really deaverish about not having any uh, coat hangers. Because I suddenly got really <laughs> jealous, Judith. I, I just, there was all this attention stuff going on for Nick Cave. I just thought, I haven't even got any fucking coat hangers in here. I mean, really? I mean, really? I have nothing. No, there's not even a bottle of water. Nobody gives a shit that I'm here. Uh, and why would they? Um, anyway, I don't I'll... blame you for getting pissed off about that. I no, think it's just, you know, people, were, they, they were busy dealing with, you know, a lot more people. So, um, I mean, there was tour trucks and everything outside, Judith. Wow. I thought I could oh, stow wow. away. I could stow, stow away. And um, uh, so anyway, after my gig, he was still on, right? And I stole down the corridor. I was following yeah. the music. And I went through some doors that I shouldn't have gone through. Yeah. And I found myself standing on a gantry. And it was it was a it was a piece of scaffolding actually, and I was standing on this piece of scaffolding <laughs> above his head. Right, I could look down. Shit, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a curtain blocking me from view. Thank God. Thank goodness. Yes. Because I had a, a plastic bag with me with my leftover supper in it. <laughs> Judith, I was on this bit of scaffolding, and I thought any moment now I could drop this plastic bag. <laughs> And my Tupperware could fall out on Nick Cave's head, and that would just be awful. And I was so frozen in horror, and that sort of you know that thing where you just think this is an inevitability. I'm going, to, I'm going to fall. Oh, off. absolutely! The more yeah. you think about it, the yeah. more it's likely I, to I, happen. I had to scuttle away as quickly as I possibly could because I was, you know, I was somewhere where I, should, I shouldn't really have been, but well, you know, yeah, just there a bit. You go. There you go. There you go. That's Blimey. Up. I thought you were going to say you ended up actually on stage, which you virtually were, of course. Can you imagine doing Um, a little bit of backing singing? Well, maybe you should have done each other's second house. (laughs) (laughs) Could have done each other's second house. If you knew Nick Cave was, Judith, you'd know what a brilliant joke that is. Um, Really? Yes. Um, And the other thing that happened last week, well, on Tuesday, when I had this uh, gig at the Bloomsbury, I I always get really, my knickers in a twist about gigging in London, because I always feel quite exposed. And, you know, if anybody's going to say anything horrible, it's going to be in London. And um, I, 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 so I was distracting myself during the day writing this, I've got this um, teenage fiction on the go. Oh, yeah. And I did four hours work, Judith, and it all disappeared. It all disappeared. My computer has decided that uh, it will store some documents in a secret private place that oh, it's not going to tell me. Ah. Oh, Jenny, no. Oh what, so you you were saving, obviously, as you oh, were going? Oh, it automatically saves. It automatically oh. saves. I've got a thing that it saves every 20 minutes or whatever. I wouldn't or trust whatever. that. I wouldn't oh. trust that. 
However, that was not your problem. Your problem was that it snuck it away somewhere. It snuck it oh away, and God. I had to get the man on the phone. Who, who, you know when they do that? I think it's called Splash Dash or something. It's oh, where they take over top. your thing? Yes. You mean they, they take, take over, over the controls the, like the pilot? Yes. Oh, scary. fucking hell, Judith. And you can see the mouse moving around even though you're not touching it. <laughs> it is very scary, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my we found, God. Anyway, we found it. It's fine. It's fine. I've sort of, you know, I, I've never trust this machine ever again. It's become oh. a very duplicitous thing. You it's know, always, it. with me, it's always the downloads. It's often the downloads. They go somewhere. And I know about the finder and the download thing, but sometimes it goes into different places. And, oh, that's terrible. Because you can't shake it. It's not like you can, it's not like something, you like a drawer that you kind of shake you can't and get tip it, it out, out the back you of the drawer. No, you can't. You're <laughs> fucking hiding it, sitting on it. Now, listen, I want to know how your press night, the Bloomsbury night, went, because you were quite worried about it last week. And oh, it's all, it was fine. It's fine. I've got, I mean, the sort of, the outcome is basically, you know, a lovely four-star review from uh, what I presume is probably a middle-aged woman on one... Um, uh, on one uh, website. It's really nice. I'm very thrilled. And then I got a slightly more balancing kind of three-star in The Guardian, because they fucking hate me, The Guardian, uh, from a guy called Brian Logan, who hates quite a lot of people. He's quite a tricky reviewer. He? And he, Yes, he is. And he sort of... He kind of contradicted himself slightly, really. And uh, it pissed me off, really, because he sort of underestimates my audience. There was a sort of bit of... He was not rude about my audience, but kind of... Um, it's like patronising, as Phoebe said. He com- this is what this is what she said about the review. He completely fails to understand his own argument about your audience. The irony, the irony of it. Silly, boring, misogynistic man. Yawn. It's a fantastic show. It's not really for him. <laughs> as you it's said, not really when, for him. That's the point. Yeah, it's as not you said, really when someone him. bothers to have a middle-aged woman reviewer on their books, then maybe you'll give a shit. But that's yeah, but what's absolutely. that? There aren't any. Funny that there aren't any. There are no on national newspapers. There are no. As far as I know, no female middle-aged, uh, you know, over fifty comedy reviewers. Um, That's interesting, isn't it? I mean, that, yes, that is interesting. I think it's but... it sort of comes from the fact that in the old days there was a lot of schlepping around and late nights, and a lot of women didn't want to do it. No, no, no. You know, do you, you meet to... the people? Do you meet them on press night over the mini cheddars? I assume there are mini cheddars. There were no mini do... cheddars. Students. You're there's no food. There's no food. Fucking there was a hell. bar open, but I wasn't drinking. Uh, at the venue, I find I find it better not to drink in venues. I wait yeah. till I get home and have a decent glass <laughs> yes. of wine. Do you know what I mean? But do you meet them? Do you meet the press afterwards? Uh, there there they... was I, I came through afterwards because some of my friends were there as well. So there were there were sort of some invited. There were only about fifteen people that had been invited, um, and lots of people couldn't come because COVID. Thing Daisy was invited and she couldn't come because uh, the boys had got pinned yeah. at school, so yeah. she was waiting for PCR tests. All that you know, loads of people and loads of people got the cold. You know the cold that you've got that everyone yeah, thinks is COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I know you. I know you don't like to. I know you. I know. I know what you like. You're very modest. You are incredibly self-deprecating, etc. And I and I haven't seen your show yet, and I'm seeing it next week in Milton Keynes, and I'm genuinely really excited to see it. But what did strike me about that view, the review that you've put on the notice board, is that it's saying broadly, it seems, is that you are. You know, you're kind of embracing and celebrating and accepting the kind of process of growing old. 
I mean, is that broadly, broadly, broadly some of the kind of feeling in it? Broadly, with with stumbling blocks along the way, sort of saying, I don't like this, I don't like that, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. Oh, this is a good bit, that's a bad bit. Oh, this this is nice, I'll have this, yes. Yeah, well, and and that, I think, because when I read that this morning, it did make me think about... I suppose the you know the phase of life that we're in, and I'm a little bit ahead of you. Um, five years ahead of me, Lerner. Yeah, yes, all right, five okay, years, okay, half okay, a generation. Okay. <laughs> half a generation um, is that I do. You snorted then, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I know. Um, I I think I would like to think that I am starting to be a little bit more accepting of growing older, and I do think. You know, I haven't got a bucket list anymore at all, but I would say that that is the kind of way to go, isn't it? Is that actually, if I could be a bit more accepting and a bit more kind of relaxed about the process that I am starting to turn totally into my mother and my father, you know, just accepting, accepting it's happening and kind of embracing some of the shit that comes. You will never it. accept the things you don't want to accept, Judith Holder. You just never will. That's just not in your um, makeup at all. You will, will always resist and fight because that is what you're like. You're quite bolshy and you're very strong. Oh, God, so, you, you know, so bloody well, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, Do you so, know what? As I was so saying, forget, it, that, was saying forget that it. shit, you know. <laughs> because it's just like doesn't ring true to, I know you you know you will be plotting and plotting and getting on with things and <laughs> you know there's no sitting back and relaxing letting it all wash right. over you that's mm. not you you you're one of the most active extraordinary women in their 60s that I know I mean I bet oh. you're still bloody swimming aren't you of course I'm still oh, swimming oh my god creature. yeah yeah I am but worse than that Jenny you know my swimming pals in the village um, Patty has started a sort of dawn swim. Oh, well, she's kind mental. I'm not going to let you play with her anymore. No wonder you've got a terrible cold and a chest <laughs> it infection. It has dawn helped. swimming. Dawn swimming. And I felt like I had to go because I didn't want to be left out. But actually, it was just terrible. It's terrible. The whole process. You get out and it's, you know, you've done all that and you get home and it's still about half past six in the morning. Um, so, no. And I, th- and I also I think we are, we are, it is verging on a cult. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. There's a difference between. So, swimming and a cult. Yeah, and you've got to, with a chest infection, I don't think your doctor would be thrilled if you said, oh, by the way, I'm going I'm going swimming in very cold yes, water yes. at the crack of dawn. You know, when I was not... exaggerating about my symptoms in order to, in order to get the antibiotics, yes. I failed to mention that I've been, yeah, <laughs> yeah dawn be swimming. Oh, I know what yeah. you mean. I know what yeah. you mean. And, and uh, how's, how's Poppy? We have not mentioned Poppy for no, quite well, a long time. Well, 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 she's naughty. She's oh, become excellent. very naughty, Jenny. <laughs> yes, you said, yes, I knew you wanted yeah. that to happen, didn't you? Yeah. I think what happened when I was in Croatia and she went to stay with her other mummy, yeah. Sienna, and, yeah. and her other daddy, they, I can only assume, Jenny, spoil that, her. She, spoil that her? standards have been no, slipping. No, no. Attention was in a smaller, you know, not so much attention. She has, she's become very, very naughty and sort of... To the point, I have to say, we've had pebbles to play a couple of times, and I have I have witnessed with my own eyes she's been the first in that slimy pond. So it's not even pebbles to blame. You can't blame nope, pebbles can't anymore. can't blame pebbles. She's been first yeah. in. She's been first <laughs> in, and pebbles has followed her in. Worse than that, there's a walk that I do in the village, and it goes past the sewage work works. Oh Jesus, mm, God. nice, yeah. 
you know, it, you have to quicken your pace a bit as you go past it. But there's a ditch by it, and you know where I'm going with this. It's green slime, but I think there's a touch of you know touch of shit um, in it. Touch of shit in it. Yeah. And she's discovered it, and she's she's gone in it twice, and there's. Stink and oh, well, we're talking two two basins full of water to get a clean. So yeah, in short, she's very very naughty, and um, yes, someone was it, very funny. I uh, left a very com funny comment on our Instagram page when you uh, did a photograph of the filthy water left behind by. Uh, Poppy, somebody commented saying, "Oh, I thought that was Jenny washing her knickers in the hotel sink." <laughs> oh, yes, I saw sort that. of resemble I it a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I saw that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But you know what? When I was away, I genuinely, I know you won't really get this because you're not, you know, but but I missed her so much. I know that sounds feeble and girly, but I do, you know, she is a real, there's a real bond between us now, naughty as she is. I really did genuinely miss her. Was she pleased to see you when you got back? Oh my God, what was she was her so reaction pleased. like? Really, really? Oh, was that, she was did so you cry? Pleased. She weed herself. I did a oh, no. She weed herself. She weed herself with excitement. She did. <laughs> Yeah. <coughs> oh, that anyway, is she'll hilarious. be coming to stay with you. What she's going to, you know, what will happen? As long as you didn't wee with yourself, you. Judith, I mean, that would be worse. <laughs> that would be worse. You know, I, I was just remembering a nephew, I won't name which one, but he was used to be car mad when he was very young. And Jeff got a new, I might have been a Bentley when we used to have some money. And this child, he must have been about four, he got in the car and he wet himself with excitement. It was oh. just like, it was so sweet. It was just one of those oh. things. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is just great. And just the oh. wee came, yeah. Oh. oh, Poppy, bless her. So go on, what are we going to say? She's not coming to stay. She's got a kennel in the garden if she comes here. Go kennel on, in what? the garden? Well, I was hoping she was going to be staying in your new suite. You know, no, your new de you, newly yeah, decorated no, suite. How's well, it going? It's not decorated yet, Judith. I mean, the thing okay. is, is every, nobody can get anywhere because of the fuel crisis. Oh, my God. Does uh, that mean that you can't get builders and everything at the moment? Well, we don't need any... Well, uh, I, I, I mean, it's all up Jeff's sleeve, what we're doing. But, oh, yeah. uh, I mean, I've chosen the paint for the bathroom, uh, you know, because it's non-sweet. It's fee-resolved uh, Top well, floor yes. bit. That was my bit. That was, that my was your bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you won't be up there anymore because it's going to be Jeff's new studio. I don't know how I've, I've missed out on this. So we will make the his you old have. study much more comfortable. Um, and it's the bathroom is going to be dark plum. Ooh. Now this is yes, yes, I know. I was discussing this with my ninety-five-year-old blind aunt when I was staying up at my mother's last week. And she just, she, I mean, she can't really look, which she sort of looked down her nose and she went, mm, dark plum. I don't, you don't want dark colours in a bathroom, not when you're cleaning your teeth. There'll be toothpaste all splattered all over it. And she's I just not thought, stupid, is she? Hell. She is not, she's no flies on her. She's, no, absolutely. She's got a point. I just thought, oh God, I think that yeah, I'm going to have to have Jeff, up the you know, wall. absolutely. Um, but I think you get that paint that you can just wipe down a bit, you know, it's a sort of got a, yeah, a, a slight. Really. I think what will happen is that you'll have those perspex. Um, oh, no, we won't! 
Oh, you must well, be joking, Joe. would never, ever put a... Per- <laughs> oh, my God, can you imagine anything worse? Oh, God. No, that that will never, ever happen in our bathroom, I can tell okay, you that. Well, you're going to have to live with the toothpaste splashes well, then. You, I, I think, think your, your will, aunt uh, is absolutely right. She, uh, people are going to have to clean the teeth over the bath. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> um, the garden, well, we've, had, we've had gardeners round, and I have to say they're an attractive breed gardeners, aren't they? Oh, actually they are. Have they got shorts on, Jenny? Yes, of course they have, because it's not yet the end of October. And I think there's a rule amongst gardeners that you're in shorts until at least mid to end October, don't you think? Oh, very much so. Very yeah. much so. Builders and, and gardeners. Builders, gardeners and technicians, postmen. Oh, yes, postmen. Absolutely, yes. Have and you we noticed? Applaud, we applaud the good legs in shorts. I think there's there are certain breeds of men who look fucking great in shorts. And it's a shame when the end of October comes because they put their (laughs) legs away. And I have to say, gardeners on the whole have very nice legs. Yeah, yeah, they do, don't they? I mean, there's two things that strike me about this. First of all, do you know what? If we were men talking about women on a podcast... Oh, we wouldn't be allowed, Judith. We wouldn't be allowed. There are double standards going on, aren't there? I take it all back. I'm sorry for my terrible... Um, sexist comments about the attractive legs of men. Put them away. Put them away. <laughs> Cover them up. I had... Um, I'd completely forgotten about the short relationship I'd had with a tree surgeon. Oh, and he used to wear shorts. Yes, yes. He used to wear... <laughs> before it was kind of, I think, a little bit trendy. Had very yeah. nice legs. And he had... Um, he was really lovely, actually. And he had a beard. It was totally, totally wrong for me. Yeah. But I suppose, yeah, I did... I did really quite. Did he have all the tools as well? So did did he have a belt? Yes, he did. With hooks on it. He did. Yeah, he had ropes. Used to go. Yeah, used to go to school. I know he said school. Used to go to work with ropes and all the kind of pulleys and things. Bit like a mountain. Bit, but you know, yeah, mountaineering. mountaineering. Yeah, but without the mountaineering, because you don't want the mountaineering, because that then gets automatically goes in slightly over the top. Um, Okay, okay. Well, that's that's some that's people can put that in their wank bank if they want it. I mean, that's terrible. (laughs) phrase and I apologise for it and uh, we both made it to some kind of nether territory there but anyway uh, it has been good to have because Jeff's back's been quite bad and we we had to repot some very very big aloe veras and I did go and I I got very frightened about these men on the roof because it's quite dangerous up there and I went up and said you won't fall off uh, and he did you think that said, would? Did, did you yeah. think that would stand up in court? <laughs> did you think that if one of them fell off, you'd be I able just, to say, "Well, I did say." I did say. I took my phone out and recorded them saying, "You'd have to be a fucking idiot." But there we go. And and I said, "Is it is it a hard job?" And he said, "It's awful. I'm never ever doing this kind of job again." Oh my god, really? Yeah, yeah. Repotting really big spiky aloe veras, and um, they are horrible big. job. Horrible, really horrible job. job. Yeah, yeah, there we go. We haven't had the bill yet, but it's going to be quite a lot. Anyway, there we go. Anyway, we must be getting on to uh, Culture Corner. Culture Corner, Culture Corner, um, Culture Corner. And I just uh, just before we uh, finish our week, have you had any delicious meals this week? Because I have had only one nice meal because I've been on tour. You Yes. Uh, so our, our uh, eating highlights, eating highlights. Eating have highlights. I, Do you think okay. that should be a new strand? I think show? it might be. I think, I think it good. could become. I think it could. Yeah. So what have I had? I'll tell you what I've had. I've had a very, I made a very, very nice fish pie okay. with um, a fish pie, a seafood mix from Aldi. So it had okay. kind of mussels and it had uh, oh, a, like lots mussels. of lovely creamy parsley sauce and loads of mashed potatoes. That was very nice. But also, Jenny, I made... 
a goat cheese and fig tart. Very, Ooh, very easy. Classy, classy. Very classy, Judy. very classy. Just a sheet of puff pastry. And I put the um, goat's cheese and figs and I sort of did a little pattern with them and the odd bit of courgette. God, it was good. God, making oh. my mouth water. It was really, Are these the figs really that you good. bought back from um, Croatia? No, they would have got very, very squashed. No, actually, we've got a fig tree uh, in, in the garden. So your own figs? Own figs, own figs. Oh, and a very Judy, nice bit of goat's cheese. Oh, very yes, good. from the farmer's market. Very, very lovely, that was. Oh, you very should have lovely. taken a photograph of that and put it on I the Instagram done, page. Yes, done. I think that this is a new strand in the podcast, so the most delicious thing you've eaten this week, preferably homemade. Okay. Uh, I just, because I've been on tour, and I'm with the tour driver that barely eats, I mean, really, genuinely. Oh, Honestly, I'm so thin now, Judith. You, you are going to puke when you see me. I've lost a stone oh, and God, a half. Yeah. Oh, you I have. have not. No, of course I haven't. You're joking. I just, I, of course I haven't. I just want. I was to, prepared to be very oh, pissed off. Then. I did your reaction. Your reaction. Yes. Was superb. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm lost a single pound, but. Um, so, well, you're snacking for two, presumably. You're snacking for Absolutely. two in the car. Absolutely, yeah. Because for supper, I just have half a, a tub of soup from Marks or Waitrose, you know, one of the service station ones. And that's it. And then in the car, we have this bag of snacks, you know, the sort of those baked snacks. And I'm, I'm just sort of trying to force them on him because I just, <laughs> otherwise I just feel so greedy. Anyway, Culture Corner. Let's go there. Oh, I've Jeff made me just before... Lot. Well, just before we do that, my meal highlight, yes. Jeff made a mistake dinner on my night off on Monday and oh, yeah. he just cut up strips of steak and he just uh, griddled them and he didn't overcook them for once and we just had it um, on, a, on a sort of rockety salad with a lovely Ooh. dressing and tiny little new potatoes that had been uh, rolled in oil and baked and they were delicious and it was just absolutely... Oh, that sounds good. It was just such a night... Just a proper knife and fork meal on a plate, Judith. Obviously, yeah. I didn't have it at the table. I had yeah. it in front of the telly. Obviously. It's my night off. Honestly, I can't have But I, I like the you. way that... Uh, I like... It's a bit Jamie-esque, isn't it? The, the You know, the cutting of the steak. Did yes. he cut it diagonally? He cut it well. It was all... Yes, he cut it well. It looked lovely and it was just delicious and it was just such Very a nice. treat. Anyway, Very Culture nice. Corner, Judith, mm. where are you? With I've got quite corner? a lot to oh. report, actually. Oh. Yes, on the TV front. Well, it is the I... season now, isn't it? It's the season. It is the season to be merry. Yes, it is. Um, I'm still waiting for a big fat drama to come out that we could get into, but i tell you what I have been doing is I've watched um, a documentary called The Last Mountain, which is on... BBC iPlayer, it was reviewed very well in the papers. And it's a feature-length documentary about a woman um, mountaineer called Alison Hargreaves. Yes, I know the story. She died. You know the stories. Well, she was the first woman to, I think, climb K2 without any oxygen and without any Sherpas, right? So she did that. She was quite young. She had two small children. Mm, And this mm. guy called Chris Tyrrell did a film about that, that she, you know, when she did that in 1995. And she died and, you know, obviously you saw this devastation of grief with her husband and young children and everything. And in fact, I think at the time she was rather criticised for abandoning her children. Anyway, so he made that film and then the children grow up, right? And the little boy becomes a mountaineer. So then he made another film, yeah, about his attempts to climb the killer... Um, ascent on, I don't think it was K2, K2, but another one of the mountains in the Himalayas, right? And get this, he dies. 
So oh, then, he so does, Judy, yes, that's a he bit dies. Of a spoiler. Well, well they, no, because it, I think it's quite well known okay, that he did. Okay, yes, but, I, yeah, I do right, remember so this story does. as being a traumatic story. Tim Ballard, story. he dies. Yeah. And so then he's recently, this guy, Chris Tyrrell, made a third film, which is the, the daughter, the little girl oh, who grows God. up. Yeah, who grows up and she decides that she wants to go back and see where her mum and her brother are. And um, so you've got these these in these these in this interlacing of these three journeys. I haven't fit, I, you know, I haven't quite got to the end of it. I have to keep watching it in small bits. It's so powerful. So it's about you know, uh, it's about where do you go when you die? Ish. It's about this bonkers kind of drive to be a mountaineer. And it's a and, and and so you see this unfolding as she goes back and she sees where he was a base camp and and then she's obviously going to go to see as near as she can to where he died and talking to the person that he was. It's just so it's but it's such a it's fabulous. So it's called the first the last mountain and it's on BBC iPlayer. I mean, and I get is, the call of the snow, but I do not get the call of mountaineering at all. I do understand why people love snow and snowy vistas and and the, the you know the the sort of. Uh, aesthetics of that landscape and everything, yeah. but the actual yeah. reality of having to, to climb. I saw this yeah. theatre piece once about mountaineering. It was uh, touching the void and it was put on oh, yeah. stage and it was so tense, even yeah. on stage. It was on, uh, and it was so cleverly done because they sort of made a mountain out of chairs in a pub and it was just, Gosh. oh God. You know, people are so clever, aren't they? Uh, anyway, um, yeah. right, so that's good on the telly. Very, very good indeed. And then, and then, <laughs> I mean, it couldn't be more different. I watched the, um, uh, the tribute to Prince Philip. Why? Which, uh, Why did you do what? that? Well, that's... because I did. Because you know me in the royals. It is. It's like it's like <laughs> the only soap that I'm really into. Yeah. And it was yeah. sort of. It was a bit like a cup final. You know what I mean? Because it was all. <laughs> it was. All, it was bad. It was. It wasn't a horror. It wasn't a cheap and nasty sort of um, Channel Four thing with with all the kind of royal correspondence crap. It yeah. was by. It was the main players. By, it was the main players, except obviously okay. the Queen. Except okay. the Queen. So it was by the people. A tribute by the people who knew him. Who knew him best. You see. They didn't bring on Prince. So, Andrew, did they? Well, oh, interesting, Jenny. Interesting, because <laughs> fleetingly, oh, so fleetingly, there was. If you if, if you were in the edit, you know, it could. It was like a little tiny yeah. sliver. He was on, and yeah. then he was gone again. You know, tiny bit of him. But there was a lot of um, Zara Phillips. Isn't Zara Phillips great? She was great. Yeah, she's she's, she's sort of she's normal and natural. She was lovely, well, and also managing to carve out a life, a career, motherhood, and a, and uh, marriage. Yeah. Without yeah. sort of getting silly about being a royal or getting a knickers in a yes, twist about it. She exactly. just gets on with it. She's honest about having had a miscarriage. She's honest about uh, having struggled with this and that. She's great, yeah. yeah she but is. she is, isn't she Anne's daughter? Yes, yes. But you see, and you she... know, Anne was always quite sensible. And getting on oh, with God. it, wasn't well, she? Made, yeah. she? Well, she's made a profession of being sensible. <laughs> um, she was on. And um, the only thing was, the, uh, they kind of showed you his office. And, and, and there was this woman who was very um, country casuals. You know, a lot of country yeah. Not an Alice band, but almost an Alice band. Um, and she was called, she worked for him for decades and she was very upset that he died. Um, but she, she apparently, he, he, her job was, her job title was fifth. Fifth girl, okay, get this. Fifth girl. She was so she was in the office. She was kind of kind of like I think the fifth PA, 
and it was her job to kind of run the you know the filing system and the, you know, how he set, how he had his desk set out and i thought actually that was very very telling i mean i'm probably going to be this is terribly treasonous but i thought actually look i know we've had all the main players saying how fabulous you were philip but you were a bloody nightmare to work for come yeah, on you can't you're call a fucking nightmare learn a name you know for god's sake yeah anyway exactly so have you seen um the new sopranos film yet the pre the prequel. the prequel well no i haven't have you managed to see it no i haven't yet and i'm i'm really hoping to go this weekend but i don't think i'm I'm sort of, you know, back on uh, gigging. I think I might be able to go next week because it's um, on in the it's on in the cinema, isn't it? You've got to go yes, to the yes, and I'm yeah. terribly excited about it. It's had very good reviews, and mm -hmm. also 007 is out now. I'm not that interested in that, but Jeff's going with uh, Phoebe and some of the cousins on Sunday. They've got tickets for you know one of the big West End cinemas um, because Phoebe and Jeff love a Bond. Yes, I know. Funnily enough, uh, Mike and the girls do. And I'm exactly the same as you because I'm just a liability. I just, you know, I'm yeah. forever. Who's that? What's, what's going on? What's that? What's, why has he done that? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but apparently that as well, that is getting absolute rave reviews. And, is it really? You know, well, oh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge has been involved, hasn't she? So Yeah, and, and apparently Daniel Craig is just marvellous in it. So that's all very good. Oh, well, so I might that's, go. I might it's go. All, it's all coming back. All that is, you know, the, the sort of entertainment industry is kind of the cogs are, are going and, you know, baking off's back and I have to say I really enjoyed the first one um I haven't caught up on the second one yet um and you know it's it's sort of now and again you can forget for a minute that yeah, the world happened? is terrible yeah 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 I know and then know. sort of you just think oh but I can't you know I can't get a lift anywhere because there's no fuel so you know I, again this afternoon I, I have to get to the gig on public transport which is fine it's absolutely fine it's in haven't it's you know it's a bus and a train um, oh but, you know, I have to yeah. set off early because I don't want to be going rush hour because I don't feel safe in rush hour because nobody's, you know, everyone's crushed together and mm -hmm. nobody's wearing a mask and all that kind of thing. So it's just an yeah. extra sort of hassle, really. Oh, very know. much so. And life isn't back to normal. You know, the world is not back to where it was. actually. Well, I think no, other isn't. countries are doing a damn sight better than us. But we've got the double whammy of Covid and Brexit. And I mean, anybody who says it's nothing to do with Brexit needs their fucking heads examining. Yeah. They really yeah, do. I know. I know, we have got a double whammy, that's absolutely right. There was a drama, just before we leave television, um, called Help, which which actually was about the COVID, um, you know, the the first sort of terrible bit of the pandemic in a care home. Set this is Jodie Comer and Stephen Graham. And Stephen Graham, yeah. you know, gosh, God, the, the t absolutely two of the best actors around. And mm. um, it's, uh, it's worth a look, it's worth a look, it's kind of but it kind of loses its way actually at the end okay. and becomes about something else i'm not sure if i was um a critic that i would give it many stars although brilliant acting okay um, okay yeah so that's that right oh i wonder um, how many stars you'll give me next week judith holder. <laughs> <laughs> well Ooh, I, got, yeah. I got a two-star review from judith holder that was <laughs> yeah like anybody gives a shit um, no, so I'm emails no, yeah. we got. Yes. Oh, uh, yes, this is. Um, and uh, quite a few gang members said um, that they feel exactly the same about visiting their um, relatives with dementia as I do about seeing yes. June and that relief when you're allowed to leave because you know. It's I thought you were really so... brave to do that, Jenny. And I, yes, oh, I don't think so. I just think it's you it's were, just it was good to say it, but it was really good to say it. They are they're very people with dementia, especially your mum. Somehow, I remember when my got my my mum got dementia. And I think, you know, you're used to having your mums being the sort of coper and the kind of reliable. Yes. And when she did, so when she's, 
you know, losing it. I remember I was just infuriated with her. Is it put, you know, for God's yes. sake, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Yes, but she was living in your house, Judith, and she was getting well, up at 5 a.m. and baking a cake. I remember yeah. stuff like that going on. Yeah, so it wasn't know, just, you know, it wasn't just that sort of terrible hour in a nursing home where you're sort of trying to make conversation and keep her on the right track. You were also dealing with the the fallout of, of her I suppose so, but I think the point is, yeah, look, come on, it, they are infuriating and it's difficult yeah, to keep your patients. Yeah, and yeah. it's all right to and feel that. Them. And you miss them. You miss them as the people yeah, they were, the exactly. ones that you could say, you know, this has happened and I'm disappointed yeah. about this and yeah. I can't cope with this and why well, I'm upset about this and you, you know mummy make it better kiss it better mummy yeah. you know stroke yeah. my head my, you know the only oh, person that no. ever stroked my head was my mother oh um, and that's that's right that's what mummies do exactly and suddenly you're not the child are you no so it is it's tough but no but well I mean I genuinely mean that I think it was very good for you to say it it really was and the gang obviously agreed um, so there was that that we got in, and then, and then we've got an was... email from Jill. Let's we'll finish on the email from Jill, yes, and yes. Uh, how she old is... is she? How old is she? Wait a minute. She... Oh yeah, she has forty-seven oh, yes. and a half, and living in Morpeth, Northumberland. And basically, she, um, well, she's obviously an avid, avid fan of Culture Corner, which is very yeah. nice. But and she's she... listening to the pod in reverse order, which she, she's a bit confused. Yeah, I but... suppose she would be. <laughs> confused me that way. Um, so so yeah, she's so working she's... backwards. So she's she's going to come out of the pandemic quite soon. So that's going to be confusing for her. <laughs> but um, anyway, she's got a problem to solve, Judith. And what is and that? She says. Anyway, uh, you've been asking for problems to solve. So here's one. What should I get my sister for her 50th birthday? Any ideas? Thanks and best wishes, Jill. And then she says, P.S., because she basically solves her own problem, doesn't yeah, she? she does. She, she says, does. I see that Jenny is bringing her gig. Whoa, get you, Jill. Uh, her gig to Hexham. Yes, I know. And I can't bloody go because I'm going to a wedding. Um, and she says, hold on. Wait, that's only 35 minutes from Morpeth. Um, and perhaps I should go. I think tickets are still available. Maybe that's what I should get my sister for her birthday. It, yes, it, it certainly, is. It definitely is. There's no it argument. Is. We're not. We're not even going to suggest bath oil soaps or anything else. We're not. There's no <laughs> other choice. There are tickets at Hexham. You better be quick though, because some venues are selling out quite quickly. Others are a bit sluggish. Do you know what I mean? But you know, there's not much <laughs> I can do about that. Listen, um, I must go and do some stuff. You must, you must. go and do some stuff. What have you got on Indeed. your plate for today, Judith? Um, I've got a lot of life in admin today. I've, I've got a lot. I've got a list of a lot of things I've got to tick off. I've had a few days where I've not really been firing on all cylinders. I'm ticking off the list today. That's I think I'm you doing. should still be a bit a bit careful. You're not back to 100. percent so. You need a little nap after your lunch. I think. Oh, I might do that. Just uh, yeah, it's feet up for at least 45 minutes. Well, I hope you're going to get some time off. And um, but you're on stage tonight. I'm on stage tonight in Haven't because it's Thursday night, and then I have a couple. Of, and then Sunday is South End, and I like South End. The, the stage has got a right old rake on it, though. You've got to be careful. Oh, blimey! Uh, it's a you it's a careful on that. Yeah, go careful. <laughs> I'll see you soon. Lots and lots yeah. of love. Bye. 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 Bye.